everyone. Welcome to Oh Wow! The Podcast, a weekly recap and analysis of every episode of Skins UK starting from the very beginning. I'm your host, Augustine, and today we're getting into Season 6, Episode 2, Rich. So, a few things of note with this episode. First of all, I'd like to dedicate this episode to my boyfriend's granddad who passed away last night. He lived to be about 96, I believe, which is pretty badass, and I don't know, it just seemed appropriate to dedicate the episode to him. Rest in peace. He definitely had no idea what the fuck skins was, but that's fine. Not really related. And also with this episode, I'm going to be giving spoilers pretty early on because I feel like it really makes for a more meaningful discussion of the episode. So if you haven't watched this episode, I would recommend watch all the way through, then listen to this, because if you're listening to this to find out what happens, I just feel like that's not the best way to go about this episode. So that's my recommendation. So the episode opens with Aloe and Rich, and they're playing music. They have a little band And they're pretty good. I kind of started out enthusiastic, slowly got extremely depressed (laughs) through the episode, but it starts out on a high note. And I was just like, wow, I'm in love with Aloe this watch through. I know I keep saying that, but when I was younger, I totally did not appreciate his character. Now I'm just like, okay, he can sing and play guitar. And he's like, really positive and fun and silly and so stan aloe for clear skin so they're playing music and rich is trying to visit grace in the hospital as you will remember from the last episode the morocco trip ended with maddie crashing the car fleeing the scene and grace ending up in the hospital, basically in a coma, as far as we could tell. So Rich is still desperately trying to visit her. He's been banned from the hospital. We don't really know why, and that's a huge point of tension throughout this episode, is that David Blood refuses to let Rich visit Grace in the hospital, which, like, I guess from his perspective, he's like, it's her friends that got her into this situation, but... Rich had nothing to do with her getting in the car. He didn't even know that that was happening. And there's no way he can like, be her keeper 24-7 on that trip and make sure she never leaves his sight. So anyway, I just think it's unfair that David Blood is like not letting Rich even visit once to say anything or even give her flowers or anything. I think it's fucking unfair. So Rich is just sitting outside. He's trying to call Grace and he leaves a voicemail saying he loves her. And I don't think they got the chance to say I love you to each other in person. So that's extremely sad. He surprisingly gets a call back from her saying to try harder. And here's where I'm just going to give the spoilers because it's like I could talk this whole episode pretending that it's really her calling him and blah, 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 and then give the plot twist at the end. But it's like, basically, she's still comatose and Rich is just imagining all these things happening. And so I feel like that context makes it easier for me to talk about what's going on in this episode without tiptoeing around it and being like, maybe it is her, maybe it's not. Like, it's not. 
Um, and that makes it even more sad, I think. So Rich does think it's her, though, and he thinks, okay, I need to go visit her in the hospital. She's telling me to try harder to come see her. So he goes to the hospital. David Blood is guarding her room like a fucking watchdog. And so Rich gets into some shenanigans and climbs into a hole in the ceiling to get into her room. And on the way, climbing through the ceiling pipes or whatever... He hears David say that he wants to take Grace to Switzerland for a treatment. And Rich is like, what the fuck? Why is he going to take her to Switzerland if she's getting better? He gets into Grace's hospital room. Again, this is all like not real. (laughs) And people have a lot of thoughts I've seen on the forums, like Reddit and stuff, um, about Rich and Grace's interactions in his head that he like goes into her hospital bed and they start hooking up and stuff. And people are like, Oh, it's really creepy that he wants to have sex with her while she's like dying. And I don't know, like, first of all, when I was a teenager, I definitely actually just hooked up with my boyfriend at the time who was in the hospital and I did get kicked out. So it was exactly like, the scene where rich gets kicked out but also like i don't know they're they are just teenagers and it's like sometimes that's the way you want to express your intimacy and love when you don't know like a deeper way of doing that so i don't read into it as him being like creepy or predatory or anything i think he just like really misses being close with her and that's the way they can show it in a tv episode That's just my opinion. You're allowed to have your own opinion, of course. So he like tries to be intimate with Grace, gets kicked out. Again, like, did any of that really happen? We don't know. Or is he just like naked in her room and she's like in a coma? Because that would look really bad (laughs) as I'm talking about it. I'm like, that's definitely not a good look as if it looks like you're just like. Yeah, yeah, that's not a good look. But anyway, um, so Rich gets back home and his family is like, we're going to take you on vacation. And that's the thing in this episode is like Aloe and his family all want to get his mind off of things. And Rich is like, I don't want to get my mind off of things. I just want to be with Grace. And his mom says the worst possible thing ever, which is like, oh, it's not even real love. It's just young love. You'll get over it. There's like hot girls on vacation. And of course, Rich is like, I would literally rather die. (laughs) Like, (laughs) that's the worst possible option. So his family agrees that they'll just go on the vacation and leave him to his own devices. Rich goes to Grace's house and finds that they've already left for Switzerland. The house is empty. And so he goes in. There's a song that I thought was maybe a Kate Nash song, but I looked it up and it's called Don't You Worry by Lucy Rose. It was very beautiful. This is when I start tearing up. (laughs) By the end of this episode, I was straight up sobbing to the point of getting a headache. And the only thing that can make me feel better was my little kitty friend. I'm still in Iceland. I've befriended the local cats, Branda and Bubi. Branda came to say hi and stop me from sobbing. (laughs) 
So Rich watches reels of Grace's ballet footage and her childhood videos, and he's just like sitting and smoking and wishing he could be with her. And then Aloe shows up to get Rich and sort of snap him out of it. And this is like, oh, I'm going to get emotional, but it's like, to me, this is what a good friend does is be like, hey, man, I have some fucking weed. Like, let me keep you from sinking completely into depression and like killing yourself, you know? (laughs) So, and then Aloe is like some comic relief in this episode too when rich says you know david blood's trying to take grace to zurich and aloe's like what like in space delta force rescue (laughs) and rich is just like no in switzerland dude and they start fucking up grace's house to get back at david blood of course because i agree from their perspective it's like why not just let them visit grace why not just let them in the uh, hospital room and see their fucking friend so and of course they have a lot of resentment against david blood so i support them fucking the house up and even in the end david doesn't really care he's like yeah fair enough (laughs) and they decide okay we're gonna have a gig in this house and it's gonna be this huge rager everybody's gonna come and then we'll get revenge on david so i say go for it whatever They also decide to try to get in touch with Grace. Of course, Rich is still focused on trying to find her and get in touch with her. And (laughs) them on the phone with the Swiss um, clinic is like me trying to speak Icelandic half the time. I'm pretty good at interacting with people when I'm like, totally relaxed and have slept enough and had enough food but the second I'm like stressed or distracted when people are speaking another language I'm just like what are you saying (laughs) and especially because Swiss German which I think is what they were speaking on the phone and Icelandic have some similar sounds I was just laughing um but they eventually get a guy who speaks English and is like, okay, you can talk to Grace. And of course, David Blood just picks up the phone and yells at them and they don't understand why. Now, of course, we know that it's because Grace literally can't answer the phone. She's not actually awake. So I guess looking back, it like makes sense that David's answering the phone and maybe he's even trying to protect them by just making them think like, oh, her dad's just being an asshole. And he doesn't want to let them know how bad things really are i'm sure he's in some level of denial too so then while rich is sort of dealing with all this Minnie texts aloe and she shows up at the house so that they can hook up and they're having very loud sex rich walks in on them and discovers their little secret tryst that they've been having And Minnie's like, don't tell anyone it's a secret. Rich is basically like, I could not give less of a fuck. I care about my girlfriend right now. And then there's this little moment that in the future episodes of the season, I'm like, this is going to become more of a thing when Aloe says, well, you like me, right? To Minnie. And Minnie's like, yeah, when you're not talking, it's okay. And this is definitely the start of where we see Aloe catching feelings and Minnie trying to be like, I don't give a shit about you. I just want some good dick. 
leave me alone. So that will inevitably become a conflict when one person catches feelings and the other person is like, nah, we're just banging. Not a great situation to be in. Rich is able to get through to Grace. He thinks, of course, we know that it's not really happening, but he thinks he's talking to her on the phone and he says that he'll meet her in Paris, which is très romantique. Oh, my heart. And then the line cuts out and he doesn't really get to say anything else. This is also when Aloe and Rich's tensions are really building and they start fighting outdoors because Aloe's basically like, Rich, you're being delusional. Like, Grace doesn't want to talk to you or she would talk to you at this point. And she wouldn't just be in Switzerland ignoring your calls. And Rich is like, well, you're being a fucking asshole and just having sex with Minnie, smoking weed and thinking about how this is like going to be a fun show. So they're just getting mad at each other. And obviously that's just like the product of this being a really stressful situation for everybody and everybody's really stressed and the tensions are just high in general. So, and it's like Aloe wants to help Rich, but there's no way to help him. And I think when you feel helpless, it just makes everything worse. So they start arguing and Aloe punches Rich in the face and Rich punches him back in the face and then it's kind of the like boys will be boys little fight where it's like okay I punched you and you punched me which is kind of dumb but like that is what it is in this situation so I think we're realizing that maybe Aloe's not the best person to help Rich right now and Rich goes out to breakfast live and Liv seems to be a much better friend for him at the moment because Liv is not having sex and smoking weed in the house of his girlfriend that he's looking for. (laughs) So they have like kind of a cute little breakfast and Liv is just like the voice of reason here for sure. She's saying, what the fuck is going on with all you guys? Why are you all being so sneaky? Why didn't you tell me that Grace woke up? Why is nobody keeping in touch with me? What the hell is going on? And she's basically like, Rich, you're being a little bitch boy about this. Like, go find Grace. If you want to go find her, go be with her and don't let anything stop you. And I agree with her when she says, I thought you were metal. And that's what I thought, too. This whole time, I'm like, Rich, I thought you were metal. I thought you didn't care what people tell you to do or not do. And you don't listen to the rules like come on, Rich, like, go to fucking Switzerland if you need to. Who cares? Like, find a way to go find Grace and stop just moping around at her house and fighting with Aloe about it. Come on. And they have kind of a cute moment sitting out on the stairs and Frankie shows up and we get this little moment of like, okay, Frankie speaks French, so they're all going to go to Paris and they're going to meet up with Grace and It just like gets your hopes up so high thinking, okay, we're coming up with a plan and we're going to find a way and everyone's going to band together to get Grace and maybe like break her out of the hospital. I keep wanting to say hotel. I mean hospital. (laughs) If I've said a hotel, I definitely mean hospital room. Um, 
they want to just go find Grace in Paris. And they're like, this will work. She'll find us. It doesn't matter how ridiculous this is. Like, we're going to do it and make it happen. So the idea is when the house party is happening, which like Aloe has invited 300 people to come to the house and he says they're going to like play music and whatever. So they decide, okay, we should charge like a fiver for everyone who shows up and then use that money and drive and find Grace. And it's seeming like a plan coming together. So they're partying. Aloe's kind of bummed out watching Minnie kissing another guy. He's getting jealous, which again, we'll see this come up throughout the rest of this season because relationship drama. But they start playing music for the crowd and their band is pretty good. I'm like compared to uh, I don't remember the name of the band in Degrassi, but I would say they're better than Craig's band in Degrassi. And Rich sees Grace in the crowd, he thinks. Again, we know it's not real. And he follows her all the way up to her bedroom where he sees her like nude in bed. And again, this is where you can get into like, is it weird that he thinks he's having sex with her? Or is it just sort of symbolic of like wanting to be close with her and wanting to be intimate and like feel her touch again and just have those like romantic, beautiful moments together? I think that's more of what it is. But we see that he wakes up alone. He walks downstairs to where his phone has been totally smashed. And it's sort of that weird back and forth of like reality versus his sort of hallucinations or whatever's going on where he picks up the phone and Grace is saying, isn't it such a beautiful morning? Everything's so beautiful. I love you. And he just looks down at the phone and he's like, this is completely smashed. And I think it's starting to dawn on him that like he's not actually talking to Grace. Even if he knew that he wasn't really seeing her, obviously I think he knew he wasn't really having sex with her, but I think part of him maybe thought he was actually talking to her or something, and I think it's dawning on him. And before they can go on this rambunctious Paris trip plan, whatever the plan is, um, we see that David Blood is back at the house, and... He's like, uh, looks like you fucked up my house. And Rich says, yeah, sorry about that. And David Blood is just so resigned. He doesn't even care, which we would expect him to be like screaming, of course. But he's just like, whatever. Basically, he tells Rich, Grace died yesterday afternoon. And there's this really touching moment where Rich says, no, I just spoke to her. I speak to her all the time. And David Blood says, me too. What else is there to do? (laughs) Oh my God, I'm crying. But it's really touching. And I'm just like, fuck you, Skins. Like, why did you kill Grace? Why? She didn't do anything wrong. And I've seen some people, again, I always read the like fan theories and people's opinions and stuff. 
And some people were saying like Chris and Freddie and Grace, of course, the people that die in this show are the nicest, sweetest, kindest characters. And they're almost set up to be killed off so that we can see how the rest of the cast will deal with a death of a friend. And that's like what the plot setup is, <laughs> which is kind of terrible obviously and why do we just kill the nicest sweetest characters that literally don't do anything wrong and so much of this i of course relate to having lost many friends as a teenager and in my early 20s and that's life you know people come and go but when you are really young it is so incredibly tragic and I don't know. It's really fucked up. And I know I definitely have moments of feeling like friends of mine that have died are like here and I'm talking with them or that they're sending me messages or whatever. And <sighs> I don't know. It's a really tough conversation to have. Like, what can I say? I'm sure everyone out there has had their own experience with losing a friend or a loved one that has touched your life in some way. And I don't know why that is such a relevant topic today, but today of all days, it certainly is on the mind. And I don't know what the next episode of Skins is. I haven't even looked. Um... I'm guessing we'll be dealing with the aftermath of this. <laughs> I would hope. I would hope that we're not just going to do what we did with Freddy and just keep it pushing and end the season. I think that Alex comes in soon, who's a new character. So we'll get into that. But oh my god. Fucking Grace. She's such an angel. This episode is incredibly heartbreaking and incredibly well done. It's This season actually is much better than I remember it being. I am going to give it more credit than I originally had coming into it. So, yeah, thank you guys for listening. Sorry, this is such a depressing-ass episode, but we all knew it was coming. Or if you're new to this show, I'm so sorry that you didn't know this was coming. It's brutal. And also, like, I'm watching these episodes because in Iceland on Hulu, they don't have skins and I don't have a VPN on this laptop because it's just like my travel laptop. So I'm watching the episodes on YouTube and it's like ripped from E4 channel directly. So they have the last scene, which is like Rich and David Blood comforting each other. I'm sobbing. And then fucking E4 just has like, if you're grieving a loved one, here's a hotline you can call. And it's like, thanks. Like That is so not helpful. <laughs> I thought that was actually pretty funny. Like, just this cheerful little British voice being like, if you're really fucking sad, don't worry. Like, if this episode has brought up horrible, horrible trauma for you, we have a phone number you can call. It's okay, buddy. So, I guess you can call the e4 hotline from like 2009 or whenever the fuck 2011 i don't know anyway thanks for listening guys i guess 
I'll be back next week. I don't know. I'm just kind of recording whenever I feel like it since I'm on vacation. But yeah, we'll be back. Thank you for listening. I'm at Oh Wow the Podcast on Instagram and uploading to YouTube when I get back to the States. And also, sometime this week, I will be putting out copies of my poetry chapbook, Always Loved You Best. I'm going to put four copies for free in the um, Icelandic Botanical Gardens free book bin thing. I will post on Instagram and Twitter when I do that, so you can go get a free copy if you're in the Reykjavik area (laughs) and you want a free copy of my book, which is dedicated to a friend of mine who passed away, so kind of fitting. Not really a promo, but if you want a free poetry book that I wrote and you're in Iceland, I'll be putting it out this week. So anyway, thanks for listening. Hope you guys have a good week. Take care. Call the E4 hotline. (laughs) They'll help you. All right. Thanks. Bye.